Hey everyone, welcome back to the L podcast. Today I'm talking to another awesome female outdoor photographer. Her name is Angela Liggs at Angela Liggs on Instagram. Angela gave some really good advice to people who are kind of on the edge of quitting their full-time job and pursuing photography full-time and how that was for her and how she decided to go all in it basically. And we also talked about the importance of adding value to your audience and not just posting beautiful photos, which is obviously a big part of it, but kind of being a role model for people and helping out others in the industry and those who need advice or guidance and how important it is to have that community around you. Another thing that we talked about is the lack of female videographers we have in the industry and how we definitely need more of those. So yeah, overall great conversation. I am really looking forward to hearing your feedback and thank you again for everyone who is loving the podcast and sharing the podcast. It means so much to me. And yeah, without further ado, the Yellow Podcast up next. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. <laughs> How has uh, the quarantine been for you? Um, it's been good so far. I I don't even know what week we're on. I think it's like for us in Canada, maybe a month and a half or so. Um, it was hard to have all of this time all of a sudden. Like I don't think I've slowed down or been at home doing not so many things for this long so it's kind of an adjustment it's funny yeah that's what what most of the people say <laughs> yeah i think after you get past the part it's like okay like this is kind of our life now you see all of the benefits that come with it like especially for us where we're usually like here there everywhere we finally get a chance to like slow down and do a lot of the things that we may have not been able to do for a while while we're on the road and you know not having any sleep mm, yeah sleep yeah that's that's a good yeah, one <laughs> I know I'm getting eight hours a night eight hours yeah, it's it's crazy it's that's <laughs> how it should be you know that's <laughs> but um yes. yeah with with the with a busy lifestyle it's not so easy do you, yeah. are there like any good habits that you picked up on I would say working out with what I have and mm. getting back into running constantly and just doing stuff like that because usually I'm like, I need to go to the gym to be able to get a good workout. Well, it's like, okay, that's not going to happen now. So, you know, you find things. I'm doing workouts with, you know, laundry detergent and <laughs> um, finding like a little stepping stools, all these like little things you get kind of crafty. Uh, when you are confined to a space but yeah it's fun <laughs> yeah I, I I have the same thing like now I feel like well you know when when you're on the road you're always like no I, I can't work out now because I, yeah. I need to go to the gym and and now I feel like I have a, a different mindset about it and even if it's just like 10 or 15 minutes it's, it's just gonna make yes. a difference in the long run so when once we are allowed to travel again i really want to have that in my lifestyle even if it's just 10 minutes 
Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Because now it's like I've learned all these like at home workouts that I can do that. Yeah. That aren't that long, but they get you sweaty and that's all you need to do. Hmm. Um, perfect for on the road. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, yeah, let's uh, kind of talk about the whole uh, your photography creative journey. So um, but before that, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah. Um, my name's Angela. I live 30 minutes outside of Vancouver, BC in Canada. I quit my nine to five job last January. So about a, almost a year and a half now, I've been a full-time freelance content creator, photographer, um, any like creative, basically. I always have trouble kind of explaining what I explaining do. Explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think by now I would have a solid definition, but for me, I find it a little bit tricky. Yeah. And, um, well, how, how did, how did this all start? Like, let's go back to the beginnings. Like when did you first pick up a, uh, a camera or when did you find the love to travel or to hike? Yeah. So, I mean, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. I've, you know, read blogs on all sorts of photographers and people. And I find that a lot of people have the journey of, you know, I, picked up a camera when I was like three years old or I got, it, I got it I got a camera for Christmas and I couldn't put it down and I was like that's a rad journey I love that but like yeah. I didn't buy my first camera until three or four years ago you know like I started I, I attribute my passion for the outdoors to my dad um he would like, just take us my sisters and I on camping trips and hiking all the time just as little kids like before I probably could even remember my first trip And I'm so thankful for that because I just grew up hiking and like loving the outdoors and being from BC, there's so much here that you can do. Um, so I just kept doing it and, you know, getting into my twenties and kind of branching out from my family, my poor dad, I left him to go hiking with my friends <laughs> and I went with my friends and started doing, you know, backpacking trips, um, going camping, going on road trips. And then that's like really when I realized how much I love traveling in the outdoors. Like I, I really couldn't live without it. Um, and yeah, for my Instagram, I, I can't pinpoint the time where I was like, I should get a camera or I should, I don't know. I remember always having my iPhone there, like in my GoPro, I had a GoPro for trusty GoPro for years and I was hiking and all I'm going to all these mountaintops and all these cool places and just taking photos with my iPhone and GoPro and posting them to my Instagram and my Instagram was just people like my family and friends that were following me it wasn't anything crazy and I guess over a few years of doing that and just exploring BC I started to gain a small following like I wouldn't say it was many people And the moment I realized that this could be something was about four years ago when I came back from a four-month trip that I had taken with one of my best girlfriends. And we went to Southeast Asia for three months, and she was like, do you want to go to New Zealand for a month? And I was like, sure, why not? Um, I didn't have to go to school. Yeah. And, like, I know you, like, lived and worked there for a long time, and, and I mean, I had no idea how amazing New Zealand was. Like, 
it was more like, oh, should I go or should I prepare for school? Like that was my that was my mindset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four years ago, and I'm so happy I just went because it seriously opened my eyes to how incredible it was, and how I think that's when I really started to like get into photography and really love it. Um, and that must have been the time where I might have gone, you know, ten or twenty thousand followers. Um, I honestly don't remember, but I came back and my older sister sat me down and she's like Angela and she's like you know like marketing manager like very business oriented um, Mm -hmm. person and she's like Angela you have something so cool here like you could make this like into your future job this is awesome like people are following you you know to get inspired to go outside like you need to work at this and see where it can go and I was like okay okay I'll (laughs) start yeah (laughs) why not And so ever since then, I kind of put like more effort into it and, you know, always on the side because I had a full time job always. And um, I'd say in probably a year and a half or two years now, two years ago, I landed, I guess it's almost three years ago now, I landed a job at this really cool company in Vancouver, head office in Vancouver. It was a company I wanted to work for for so long, um, and I got a job there, and I was so happy. I I couldn't see myself working anywhere else. It was it was yeah. a perfect fit, and I worked there for about a year and a half. But about this time, what what was the what is the company like? What 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 was your job basically? Um, I worked. Can I say the company? I don't think. It's not yeah, of course. If if okay. you want to. Yeah. Sure. No. No. Um, I work for Lululemon and in, okay, in Vancouver, cool. it's like so huge and the culture there is amazing. And I just thought it fit really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got a job there. I was in their social media team. Um, the people on my team were awesome. Just like they're, they just want to build everyone up and they want everyone to just crush their goals. And nice. Honestly, I think that helped me um, pursue my own business further and quicker than I would just because they really coach you, um, not even just on like on work things, on whatever you want to achieve, which is amazing. And I remember it was this time where I got, I reached 100,000 followers, I remember that, um, and I was working like nonstop, like before and after my shifts at work, I would be on my computer, you know, answering all my emails, pitching brands so I could get more jobs, um, you know, engaging with people on Instagram, like, you know, keeping up with different creatives and, you know, trying to like establish relationships with them and create friendships and um, taking every minute to, you know, plan out new road trips and go on more hikes and, you know, find, find places I can go take photos and thankfully, at Lululemon, I could work remotely. So I would be on the road working like crazy nice. hours. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was really helpful in terms of being able to work a full-time job and do um, Instagram stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. And it was shift work what I did at Lululemon. We were like behind, we were like uh, the people behind, you know, all of Lululemon's social platforms. So it was shift work because we always wanted to be online, kind of. And yeah. I would take the shifts that were 4 a.m. to 12 p.m., which were the people that would 
usually be working in Toronto, so obviously like three hours ahead. So I would switch shifts with these girls and be like, hey, can you help me out? I really want to be able to like go shoot sunset. So I would take the 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. shifts to be able to go shoot. And yeah, at the time, like, you know, I don't know. I was in such like high gear that I just kept going, kept going. I, I just wanted to get out there and do all these mm-hmm. things and, yeah. you know, land more jobs and create more content. So yeah I just didn't see any other option at the time to be honest did you was there a point in time where you said like okay maybe it's time to quit my full-time job and pursue this yes um yeah I waited a while I was at 130k when I quit my full-time job um just because I was so scared I don't I don't know I was really terrified um, especially because, you know, at first my family was a little bit hesitant. They're like, Ange, like you just you just landed this job you've been wanting since you graduated, and now you want to go do something else that you don't even know if it's gonna pan out. Like what? And yeah. I, I, I mean, that's a valid point. That's totally yeah. totally uh, understandable. And it took me a while, but yeah, I quit um, Lulu in January two thousand and. 19 so just like last year and I was so anxious so terrified and now I think back on it and I'm just like and there was I mean it was a pretty good move like I was probably be very transparent probably making almost or if not more money through Instagram than I was working at Lululemon (laughs) yeah it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy and at the time I was just like just really nervous um and I just didn't want to make the wrong choice and not be able to go back or something. I, I don't know. Probably a bunch of reasons came up for me because when you get scared, that usually happens. But no, thankfully, I had a lot of friends that were in the industry that were so supportive and that were urging me to, you know, go full time freelance because we all know you can do it. You know, like, mm-hmm. thankfully, I had them to kind of um, guide me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's actually always really funny when when there are there are these big situations where you kind of just have to risk it. Yeah, like ninety percent of the time, it's it works out, and if it doesn't work out, you you'll just learn from it. But most of the yeah. time, it works out, and then it's it's like you look back at it and you're like, oh wow, that that was actually so easy. Exactly. Yes. It's like this yeah. podcast first podcast i'm all nervous but i know right when it ends it's gonna be great and i'll be like okay when can i do the next one yeah exactly um for for people who are in this situation where they they they're like um kind of you know they they know that they they want to do this full-time or pursue their passion full-time but they're kind of scared to leave the like stable life behind and pursue this what what would your advice be to those people yeah okay so I mean I went through that I was like right in the midst of that and I would say um for me what helped the most was having people that were in the industry that I could talk with that I could figure stuff out with because I mean the way I learned all of this was through other people, like all these people that I made friends with, you know, through Instagram, like we all taught each other things. 
And then I think that's like the biggest thing that helped me. So I would say to someone who's asking, um, you know, should I quit my job? Should I do this full time? You know, talk to people on Instagram, connect with them, give them a call, like become friends. Like that will help you guys so much to basically do it together because it can be really daunting to be like, okay, I'm going to go on my own and start my own business by myself. Like that's, that, that is scary for me. And I'm sure for a lot of people, but once you kind of think it's like, you know what? No, like we can do this together. It makes it a little bit less scary. I think that's what helped me the most. I agree. Yeah. That was like also, also for me on, on my journey, like meeting so many people kind of yeah doing like the, this pursuing their passion as a photographer and kind of talking to them about just how they did it. And then they, you know, they're like, well, you can do it too. You know, everyone can do it. It's like, yeah. they just have to put in the work and obviously there's a little bit of luck involved and yeah, yeah, you just have to have the, the passion and the drive and you can definitely go so far if you just want to. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say as well is like, you need to have work ethic. Like, I don't, I don't know if I thought that I had that. Um, before like now looking back I know I did like if you're nervous about quitting your full-time job and going full-time freelance then I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with staying at your job for a little bit longer until you feel like a little bit more secure um, Mm -hmm. with like the work that you're creating and putting out there and like the jobs that you're getting Um, it's just going to take a lot more work to be able to to manage both of those things um, at the same time because it 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 is a lot of work, like starting, basically starting a business when you're, when you're doing all of this, like you're reaching out to brands, you're, um, you know, having brands reach out to you, you're creating, you know, good content, you're having to travel, you need to build, you know, you need to figure out like who you are, you know, your, your brand is like, that's like the big stuff. And to do that on top of like 40 hours of work a week, it's a lot. So, Yeah. And I, I also, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And I think also a lot of people are like, well, once I'm going to quit, like once I quit my job, then I'm going to start, but you can like do it yeah. at the same time, you know, cause then you also feel more secure. Like you can still work at a company and, and build this kind of side hustle at the, at the same time. And then once you feel like more secure on your side hustle turning it into your full-time job then you can just do that instead of just quitting your job and being like so now I have all this time I'm going to do it because then you're I mean you can still do it but it's just going to take you a lot uh, longer just as you said yeah yeah no I totally agree with that and yeah it just it comes down to priorities you know it's like how badly Mm -hmm. do you want this like are you gonna go home and learn how to edit in Lightroom the way you want or are you going to go and do something that's not going to go towards your business you know those like little choices they matter a lot because time is really precious and it just depends on where you want to what where you want to put your time to you know Mm. yeah it's it's so true um yeah I, I love your mindset about this um can you see yourself doing this for the next 10 years that is a good question <laughs> a classic question <laughs> I always yeah. get um I I don't know I want to say I want to say some form of this yes 
Um, I love working um, for myself, so I, I don't want to change that in that regard, but I don't know. I'm, I mean, who knows what will happen with Instagram. I don't, I want to like branch out and do um, something else. I, I don't know, to be honest, <laughs> I don't know. But I think that's fine. I've come to the conclusion that I don't need to know. I just need to like love and be passionate what I'm doing right now. And I'm sure somehow my path will, you know, go wherever it's supposed to go. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, as you said, you kind of want to branch out. What what are do you know already like where you want to take it in the future or um not not quite, but I mean I realize that I love telling stories and so I actually just revamped my whole blog. I during this quarantine I've been like writing blog post after blog post and good. Yeah, I it's I've re it makes you realize how many things you've actually done, you know? Like it it feels it feels good, but um I started writing blogs about, you know, the places that you should try to hit in different countries or, you know, the hiking trails in BC, Alberta, Washington, all these like um most asked questions, I I guess I could say. And it it just feels like a little bit more meaningful to me than Instagram right now because at time like Instagram just feels like I'm posting pretty pictures but I want to share more about those places and those pictures and share more about like how these people can do exactly what I did and more by the information that I can share with them and just my experiences mm -hmm. yeah so we'll see I where that goes yeah I think it's a, a really good point and like adding value um instead of just having beautiful photos um yeah. yeah have you ever thought about starting a youtube channel um i have thought about it yeah i i don't know i don't know <laughs> i think I, i'm gonna take one thing at a time because i'm really like focused on my blog right now but youtube is huge yeah and just video in general like it is I love watching like video, whether it's like cinematic or like a vlog. Um, mm -hmm. It just yeah, like shows so much more than just a photo. So maybe, maybe in the future. I really think that the female outdoor community needs more female video. Video. Where am I going with this? Video makers. Video. Wait, is that <laughs> exactly that's the word? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, no. um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's there's so many like guys doing that. Um, yeah. Which obviously, I mean, there, there's so many great people doing it, but I feel like there's we need more girls doing it because yeah, yeah there's a lack of that, and so yeah. to to all the girls out there. Yeah. Um, and to you as well <laughs> yeah i mean um, i i just downloaded uh premiere uh, maybe about two weeks ago oh nice yeah nice. so i'm i'm in the very very beginning stages i had some drone footage that uh, my buddy justin and i took in norway and i was like and he was like very he's like i here here here's um like a clip you can use if you want i color graded this blah blah, blah. He's like, I can show you how to do it too. And I was like, honestly, yeah. Like, I want to be able to do this. I want to edit this. Like, I edit all my photos. And I would feel strange to post a video that I didn't have any um, hand in, I guess. Um, and so then, 
yeah, I'm down, I downloaded it and I've been like in the depths of YouTube and Skillshare and all these video tutorials about how to um, edit and it's very overwhelming, but a uh, little bit at a time, I'll get it. It is, so. yeah, I think video is like such a, a big commitment, you know, um, like you there's just so much more to it than photography i mean i think yeah. i wouldn't say that it's easier than photography but it's just so different and there's so many um technical aspects and things you have to think yeah. about and the storytelling is important and kind of how you film it is important and, and yeah it's it's uh yeah yeah it can be very overwhelming yeah but it's it definitely worth it yeah i i want i'm definitely wanted to get into it and i will um i mean now all i want to do i just got a drone so oh my god it's so fun oh, cool. flying a drone what phone what fo uh, what what drone did you get uh the mavic pro 2 oh yeah nice yeah nice. i went i told i i wanted to get one and i was like you know what i i just want i just want to get one and i want to try to use it as much as i can and do all these things and the one person I went to right away was Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey yeah. J. I was like, Kelsey, you're a girl who drones. Help a girl out. Like, teach me what drone should I get? And, like, can you please, like, tell me the ins and outs? And she's like, yes. Get this drone and we'll go for it. Like, yes, <laughs> she's another, like, female photographer, videographer that's, like, amazing. Um, and she's yeah, so... Yeah, she has been on the so podcast. Helped. Yeah, I listened to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. So yeah. there's, like... What I love about this stuff is that there's, I feel like there's an endless amount of things you can learn and, and start doing. Like, everyone's like, are you going to get bored? I was like, I don't think I've ever been bored, <laughs> like, pursuing yeah. this type of work. Like, there's always something you can learn or improve upon yourself. Like, it's awesome. awesome. Hmm. I agree, yeah. Is there, um, is there anything that you don't like about this lifestyle? Um, that's a good question. The traveling part, I love it all. Even when, you know, problems come up, this and that, you know, the hard parts of travel, I think that's great. But I think in terms of social media, it, and I, I know I won't be the, the first person to say this, but the having the comparison game with you versus everyone else is, it's such an easy thing to fall into. and. Um, that I think is probably one of the not so good parts on social media is that, yeah, it's just so easy for you to be like, wow, like, look at this person doing all these things and doing it so well. And like, I'm not at that level yet. Like, why am I not at that level? But you just need to, you know, remember when you're in moments like that, where it's like, it's not a you versus them situation. It's always going to be a you versus you and how you can improve upon yourself. And like, what can you do to, you know, learn that thing or like, you know, how am I going to go about learning that thing to get there instead of um, doing the comparison game? Hmm. Do you feel as a girl that there is even more pressure on you because, because you obviously also post photos of you and, you know, like your brand is that, like you are kind of your brand and uh, you going to these places. And do you feel like there's also that kind of pressure of like, um, oh, I have to look a certain, like, mm. not, not kind of look a certain way, but just like, 
you kind of yeah. get into your head of oh it has to be per perfect uh yeah. like this and that um do you feel that yeah um i think there are moments of that and maybe more so before um now i think after a while you get i'm very comfortable with like like how i am when i'm outdoors and when i'm being shot that mm -hmm. you know i don't feel like too pressured yeah um but it's so easy to like I i'm not gonna lie i i'm gonna say you know when i'm backcountry camping and i'm still shooting and it's like been day three and i haven't showered or like washed my face i i bring a brush or you know like i bring a little compact <laughs> yeah. just to kind of see like what's going on so i mean i do do <laughs> i do i do do that but i mean i'm not yeah, ashamed of, of it like I, no. I just it makes you first of all feel better and i know that like a huge tip is that when you feel good and you feel happy is like that's when you get the best photos like i agree yeah it's like when you when you yeah. look back and you're like i feel like trash or i'm like really upset today or you know i'm really hungry <laughs> like that kind of stuff yeah um <laughs> yeah i i i just don't see um it, it doesn't really portray well on camera even if like the people don't know that that's how you're feeling like i can't yeah. see it Mm, no, I, I have the same, like, whenever I don't feel, like, at my best, I don't want that someone takes portraits of me, because I oh, just yeah. know that I cannot, like, be 100% present or be 100% at my best, I guess. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, maybe even if someone takes a photo of me, it's not that I have to post it, you know? So that's the yeah, nice exactly. thing, like, you're always in control of that. Yeah. And some, and like, I'm going to be really honest. I have never really been into portraits. Like when I started all of this, it's always just like me, like hiking and like, look, this could be you. Like that was kind of my yeah. vibe. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to be about the place and not about me. But then mm -hmm. maybe throughout the past year, I don't know if it's because I've been traveling with my friends who like love taking portraits. Probably so that's <laughs> the main, the main reason. Yeah. Um, or if I've been more comfortable in front of the camera, but I don't, portraits are amazing and like they can evoke a lot of emotion and I think they can make a lot of people happy and people like to see them. So if someone's like, hey, I'm just gonna take a portrait of you, there's sometimes where I'm like, guys, I haven't showered in like two days. Like, can we do this tomorrow? But a lot of the time it's like true. It's like they, they just want to, they have a vision and they want to shoot. So it's kind of just like, okay, like, let's try to do it yeah yeah i agree and, um oh no go on i was gonna say there's a lot of pressure i would say okay there in this way there's a lot of pressure for portraits to be like perfect just because it's like so close to you um and that's something i'm working on definitely um because they are just it's very close i don't know i every single time i do a portrait session i think i get more comfortable more comfortable but it also depends what the person I'm shooting with. If I'm really close to the person, I feel so comfortable. If I've just met them, I'm kind of like an awkward Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way. Like um it's it's I think it's nice when you when you kind of get to know the person a little bit better before you yeah. even start shooting or if someone takes portraits of you. Um because yeah. then you you're more open to experiment i think and and you're not scared to say if you if you don't like something or if you don't feel like 
or you know the other way around or like yeah. what you like and what you kind of want to go for and then yeah you know it's always a collaboration between the person taking the photo and oh, the yeah. person kind of in the photo and um ha actually that uh makes me think of a thing have you ever um run into the problem where people don't want to share the photos with you although you're in the photo <laughs> yeah classic um i mean maybe a couple times uh people it's just such a weird it's just such a weird thing like most of the time when i'm shooting people now it's like friends where it's like okay like um for example new zealand uh i went to new zealand a couple months ago with mike sugianto megan brandon my friends and usually how it happened is megan and brandon would work together and mike and i would work together so yeah just like an unspoken thing where it's like Meg Mike and I will be sharing photos and then Megan and Brenda will be sharing photos. So that's just like very normal now. I mean, but before I don't I just I don't really travel with people that aren't my friends or that I don't like talk to them a lot <laughs> on Instagram. No, even like yeah. even like internet friends. So it's like um if I would talk to someone a lot on Instagram, I kind of would you kind of get a sense of who they are, you know? Yeah, and yeah, I mean, of it's course. like, okay, yeah. like I'm gonna travel with you now. And I wouldn't travel with someone that I would think would keep bras um but even if they did i would just ask you know i'd be like hey like is is, is it can i please have bras and if they're kind of uncertain about it i would say i'm more than happy to send it to you when i'm done editing it to get like you're okay um with the edit because when i do post i say you know photo by blah 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 yeah and you know of course if they want that like final say that's totally fine because their, their name will be attached to it so that's yeah. a kind of a workaround if someone is having trouble getting raws from someone else. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, it, I yeah. no, you, you go. I, I think it's such a silly, silly problem. Um, it is because I think a photo is, you know, it takes two people to do to tango basically exactly. to, to get that photo. And, um, yeah, it's a little bit crazy when people, uh, are wanting to keep their own raws just because they they're in their camera but you know everyone's different and once you start talking to them and saying hey like i can show you my edit that's totally fine mm. usually not yeah an issue anymore yeah yeah that's actually a good good way to go around that um as you mentioned traveling in new zealand um Let's talk about my favorite thing to talk about on this podcast, which is traveling. <laughs> what is your favorite place you travel to? Favorite place? Um, I would say Patagonia. Like New nice. Zealand is so close. Like it's unreal. And I want to go back the second, but uh, Patagonia is just insane. Like I'm a mountain girl, like for sure. And yeah. Mountains in Patagonia are crazy. And, you know, you hike for like two or three hours and you get to like this camp where you just kind of like roll up and pick what campsite you want. And, yeah. you know, no permits. And you just roll up, set up camp. And then you're at this insane lake with these crazy peaks. It's like, this is like too easy, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why I tell people to go to Patagonia all the time because I feel like you get so much for the effort you know it's a journey to get there but like it's incredible mm. incredible 
Have you been before? No, I haven't. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I know. It's it's funny because like a lot of people on the podcast have talked about it. And like the more I hear it and like people just dreaming about it. Like, I mean, it looks incredible on the photos, but the more I hear it, I'm just like, wow, I really need to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's okay. There's probably like a billion other places you need to go right now. Oh, yeah. So yeah, for hard sure. To, to get it all in. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good trip. Mm. We went with, uh, it was kind of hectic, but there was like seven of us there, like all photographers, all doing the same thing. So it got quite hectic at times, yes, but overall it was a really, a really fun trip. Yeah. And um, what about places you still, really want to visit oh so many uh peru i feel like when i go to peru that i'll come back being like peru is my favorite country uh just because you know a lot of my friends have been there and they're like angela you need to go so peru is probably gonna be my first that's actually supposed to be supposed to be there right now <laughs> to be honest. yeah that's yeah. it not going anywhere um no it's not going anywhere <laughs> peru i want to go to bolivia Yes. Um, I've been there. And maybe, and I want to explore more of Canada, you know? And mm. maybe this is a time, like, this probably is this year to do that. Um, yeah. To explore, like, your own country. But it's so classic. I hear it from so many people, and I do it myself, where it's like, you want to go all these places, but then you forget that it's like, you got to explore where you are first. And yeah. Even, like, northern BC, like, I haven't gone up there, you know? Like, I have been to Alberta and the Rockies, but. Want to do like a Yukon? Like the Yukon's in Canada and I haven't been there. Mm -hmm. like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to focus on doing that kind of stuff this year. Yeah. I, f I feel the same way. Like, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's just crazy to me. Um, like thinking about how I always wanted to travel to everywhere else, but I didn't feel the urge to. Like, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to explore the Dolomites, of course, and I love it. And the the crazy thing is that most of the time when I go out is when people come visit. So then I, you know, meet up. Yeah. So uh, just like we did, you know, I, yeah. I come and I, I meet up with you guys and, mm. and kind of, you know, just hang out and stuff. And, and it's yeah. it's really rare for me to be like, oh, today I'm going to go on a hike by myself. I mean, I used to do that, but then... You know, the more you travel, uh, it's like, oh, I want to go to here and there and fly to the yeah. other side of the world. Yeah, it's so crazy. True. I know, it's nuts. And it's like, yeah, you live like so close to so many incredible things. And so do I. And I have the same mentality as well. Oh, it's nuts. This is the year, though. This is the year. Exploring more of our backyards. Let's go. It is. Yeah, I think <laughs> there there have been... Or there will be a lot of good things coming from this yeah. quarantine, whatever situation is, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, just, you have to find like the silver linings in everything and especially in this else, like it'll just be miserable. You know, like I don't really let myself think about, you know, is it, will I be able to travel even to the U.S. for like the next year, like what is like the travel industry going to look like? All these questions come up, but honestly, I just take it day by day and just think. I was like, okay, what can I do next? That will that'll be good and that'll that'll benefit me, and you know, not think about it too much. That's my that's my advice. 
isn't it? It just gets really overwhelming. That's great advice. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you so much for taking your time. Cool. It was so nice chatting with you, and yeah, thank you, you for being so spontaneous about it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for asking me to come on this. This was fun. Yeah, uh, everyone, please go follow Angela, and uh, hopefully, we're gonna see some videos soon from her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. I'm oh, inspired so. now. I got to go do some video work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.